Ara City Radio. Delano's Top of the Week. It's that time of the week when we're joined in the studio by Delano to, to talk about a topic that is in the news. We're going to look at some events that are coming up in Luxembourg and then there's always a personal pick at the end from whoever is in that week. This week we've got Cordy Lechner. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about a new competence center that's being opened uh, by Claude Terms. It's a, a, a competence center for energy efficiency. What can we? What do you know about this? So with this um, energy efficiency center, the government wants to really create training opportunities um, for companies that are active in construction um, to increase resources available um, in Luxembourg to speed up the energy transition. Um, so there are a lot of subsidy programs um, for people to uh, renovate their homes, for example, um, to install uh, solar panels and all of this kind of stuff. Um, but there's also really a lack of um, craftsmen and laborers who are able to do this kind of work. Um, there already are uh, competence centers for, for example, technical engineering and construction. And those existing centers will work together with the energy ministry um, on this new center uh, to provide more specialized knowledge on the technology behind the energy transition. So is this going to be some kind of school or a place, just a place that which offers uh, courses on for example, you know, installing new energy infrastructure um, that companies can send their workers to? Yeah, so the so the project is being presented later in the week, uh, mm. so we don't really know the full details yet, but um, it will also be um, a way for companies to sort of stay up to date on like the latest um, in what's available. Um, so it will probably be a mix of kind of resources on, um, you know, like the latest expertise and knowledge in uh, what products there are, um, but then also... Um, skilling up workers uh, to be able to to use that technology and install it. You mentioned that there's a lack of uh, workers in the industry in Luxembourg. Um, how big is that lack? So the Chamber of Skilled Trades Skilled Trades and Crafts, it doesn't really roll off the tongue in English, uh, the Chambre des Métiers in French. Um, at the end of last year, they carried out a survey among, uh, their, among its members. And out of the companies that participated, um, 70% uh, said that they're missing staff um, in the field of energy transition in particular as well. Um, so extrapolating those numbers, the chamber estimated that around 1,700 qualified workers in that sector are missing to catch up with rising consumer demand um, so that's quite a lot obviously mm. um, and on the one hand there are there are candidates that are missing um, and finding workers um, is an issue because it's a, it's a competitive market and so on and so forth um, but the chamber also actually said that companies aren't doing enough to retain their staff that they have mm. um, and that there hasn't been really much thought in that sector to um, you know sort of like job growth career opportunities within a company um, so that's also something that the chamber has, has urged companies to do. And in a way, that center is trying to create opportunities for people who are already working in that field um, to learn more, to um, increase their skills so that they hopefully will stay. Mm. Just um, just to be clear, what kind of jobs are we talking about here? Like as um, construction laborers, electricians? Exactly, all of that kind of work. Mm. Um, so people uh, who install, for example, also, you know, install windows um, because we have new generations of, uh, of insulated windows. Um, mm. People who do insulation of roofs and uh, buildings because you can also obviously retrofit um, buildings to make them more energy efficient. Um, if you're talking about roof roofs, you're also probably going to talk about carpenters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really um, sort of that whole range of um, construction-related jobs um, that people 
yeah, are going to need to to upgrade their homes. And what's the reason why these jobs aren't aren't being filled in Luxembourg? Is is the industry just not competitive here, or? So an international competitive ranking published by the INSEAD Business School last week um, saw Luxembourg drop from 8th to 11th place. Um, and it actually, it scored quite well on attracting talent, um, also because of the pension system. And it's, you know, generally like a clean and safe place to live and all of that. Um, but it did less well in the vocational and technical skills um, category um, with that business school saying that there aren't enough um, training opportunities mm. Um both sort of in the field of higher education, um, so looking at uh, people who are looking, you know, more sort of MBAs and C-level executives, so they don't have enough opportunities, but also um, people working in uh, sort of vocational trades um, don't have enough uh, lifelong learning opportunities. Um, and so the competence center to some extent will work to fill that gap. Um, but the sector is really strongly dependent on workers from the greater region. Mm-hmm. Um, as are, you know, other sectors such as the hospitality industry um, But so, for example, if we look at Germany, where quite a lot of uh, people from that sector are coming from, Germany is also, you know, in particular, like making strides in in increasing its minimum wage. Um, So while it's still below what people make in Luxembourg, you've got the commute and all of this to consider. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is becoming less attractive as other countries are also catching up to their working conditions and increasing their wages and so on. Um, and that is something that will be interesting to to sort of monitor over time because Germany is doing this sort of staggered. Um, so they didn't increase the minimum wage all in one go. But it's happening bit by bit. Um, and that will be an interesting development to then see whether Luxembourg or companies in Luxembourg will still be able to attract um, cross-border workers in that field um, in the numbers that they need to. Um, this competency center that's being opened, I'm assuming that it's part of a kind of wider strategy to promote greener energy in Luxembourg in general um, and move away from fossil fuels um, powering the country. Yeah, so there has been um, a really big uh, pro- government program uh, for subsidies in that sector. Um, and I think, you know, people obviously more interested in becoming more energy efficient, uh, doing something for the planet. The war in Ukraine has given the whole question a different dynamic. Um, and there's really been a, a push for people to invest in um, in making their homes greener in particular. Something similar is happening for companies. Um, but so, for example, if you're a company and you set up solar, pa- solar panels on your roof, there are also subsidies available. Um, but the government really is offering kind of unprecedented subsidies for for households this year. Um, so there was a press conference at the beginning of the year with the energy minister, Claude Thomas, um, who said that like 2023 would be the year with the highest subsidies ever in this area. Um, for example, if you are installing solar, pan- solar panels, the VAT to buy those has gone down from uh, 17% to 3%. Um, there are also subsidies of up to 20% of the cost available to cover the, the installation. Um, there are more grants to exchange fossil fuel-based heating and oil heating in particular. Um, with green alternatives such as heat pumps and pellets. Um, there's public money available to better insulate roofs and walls, install better windows. So there's really a lot that's available. And do you know if uh, th- those subsidies have been kind of picked up by people? Is, is, are they being, um, are people taking that? Has there been a big kind of um, move towards? Yeah, so there is this um, organization called the Klima Agence. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be called My Energy. It's the same organization. They've, they've rebranded. Um, and it's a public agency that provides free 
consultations on energy savings. Um, and they saw an increase uh, of 25% last year uh, in terms of the consultations that they provided. So they advised uh, 12,000 households last year on how to become more energy efficient. And they were expecting that number to rise. Um, but that also meant, because uh, they were at the same press conference at the start of the year. So they're also recruiting uh, people to help do those consultations. And then you have an increase in demand, obviously, because there's money available and you get consultation you know, freely available on mm-hmm. what you can do in your home. Um, and then people obviously want to move ahead with this. Right. And then need to find a company that can, A, deliver the material because there are also supply chain shortages in terms of just supplying the hardware. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also finding a company that actually is able to do it because there are waiting lists sometimes of of half a year, nine months or even more. Um, And that's already kind of... So hopefully (laughs) the opening of this competency center might um, speed those processes up in some way. Yeah, and it it forms part of the strategy. It was already mentioned at the beginning of the year that they were wanting to to do something also to support the sector itself Mm -hmm. um, to to get more people available Mm -hmm. to do that kind of work. Because obviously for a company, it's difficult if you have your order books full, but then you you can't deliver. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, very interesting. Thank you for talking to us about that. I'm going to play a song now. When we come back, we'll look at some events that you've earmarked in Luxembourg for this week. Right now, we're back in the studio with Delano and Cordula is going to run us through some events that you've picked out for people to look forward to in Luxembourg this week. Yeah, so obviously it is uh, St. Patrick's Day at the end of this week. Indeed. And there are uh, different events going on. I'm not going to list all of them separately. But, uh, for example, there's some live music at uh, the Aerolux uh, Irish pub in Horvald, also the Black Stuff. There are events at the Shamrock pubs. Um, there's a St. Patrick's Day Cayley on 18th of March at the Hollerich Cultural Centre. So there's loads of stuff to do. And um, just take a look at mm. the, the websites of your favourite Irish pubs. <laughs> and I'm sure something will be on. Are there multiple Shamrock pubs? There are a couple now, yeah. All oh, right. So I think there's one in uh, Clausen. One in oh, okay, right. There's one in Clausen, and I think the there's now also one at the Infinity in Kirchberg. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's there's a couple of them now. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> um, all right. What's next? <laughs> On uh, the 18th of March, so Saturday is uh, has been c- called National Voter Registration Day. Um, so for everyone who hasn't yet signed up uh, to vote in the upcoming local election, you can go to your local commune that day and to sign up. But also there'll be opportunities to meet your local representatives, find out more about what your commune actually does. Um, and it's a nice opportunity to kind of get involved in, in your local commune. Um, so if you check the, the website of where you live, um, there should be more information on opening hours and all of this. Um, but at the last uh, official press conference, I think they said that over 200,000 non-nationals who are eligible have not yet uh, signed up to vote. Um, so a, a reminder uh, to do that. Um, and um, yeah. yeah, is there a deadline on that coming up on registration? So there, the deadline is at 5 p.m. on the 17th of April. And you can obviously also sign up online um, or go to your commune any other day, basically. Um, but they're trying to, to have this special day around it with some fun events as well and, and get people to come out and, and discover their commune. So that's Saturday, 18th of March. Yes. OK. And then another event that we have for people to look forward to is... So from the also 18th of March to the 1st of April, there is a play on at um, the uh, theatre in Luxembourg City. It's called The Writer, and it is a 2018 experimental play by Ella Hickson about uh, contemporary gender relations. Okay, 
And is that one in English? It is in English yeah. indeed. Otherwise, I wouldn't have brought it. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you get them with subtitles, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, no. This is this is in English. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, and then one final event for people. So on Sunday, the 19th of March, is the uh, award ceremony of the Young Furscher Concours. So the Young Furscher is um, a foundation in Luxembourg that promotes sort of young people or encourages young people to go into science, and they do sort of their own science projects. And um, they have an open house from 1 p.m. onwards at the Gesekneppchen campus. Uh, where you can sort of discover all of the things that the young people have cooked up. Um, and then from four o'clock, there's the award ceremony. Excellent. Okay, great. And we'll wrap things up now with a personal pick um, from you, Cordula. What have you brought for us this week? I brought a film that was already released last year, but I've only recently gotten around to finally watching it. It's called The Menu, um, directed by Mark Mylod and written by Will Tracy and Seth Rice. Um, It's... Uh, stars Ray Fiennes as a slightly psychotic chef um, and he has uh, guests over at his island retreat restaurant Um, uh, Nicholas Holt and Anya Taylor-Joy also star and um, yeah it was a it was an interesting interesting film Uh, it goes off it sort of starts as a bit of like a murder mystery and you have Mm. in sort of very Agatha Christie style you have these people arriving at this island um and you expect, you already anticipate that someone will die mm. and uh, there will be some sort of investigation. But then uh, things take a much uh, much darker and more twisted turn than you might expect. Okay. I've been meaning to watch this film, actually, so thank you for reminding me about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and catch that at some point this week. Brilliant. Uh, Cordula, thank you for coming in for another Delano Top of the Week. We'll have you or one of your colleagues in for another one next week. Sounds good. Cheers.